You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. And we really need to talk about it. So listen up. This is really important. Experiencing homelessness. Experiencing homelessness. Remix it. Experiencing homelessness. Experiencing homelessness. That's a lo-fi beat to study to right there. That's pretty good. Is this uh, is this our intro music? Yeah, this is our intro music now. I think it's pretty good. This is this is my first foray into music. How well, you, no, no, I've been in sh- shitty punk bands before, but this is this is the real deal. This is the real. We're at, this is the big time. You feeling ready to take over the world, uh, Avicii style? Yeah, I think so. I, the, I need feedback from the people. You got to learn where the speaker on your device is, so so we uh, it actually inputs. I, I I can't. I think it's. I think the speaker's behind the batteries, mm. which is a terrible place for that. Everybody, Eric uh, is so unbelievably bored. It's starting. To, it's starting to get very strange in our house. What do you mean? Like you just bought musical equipment, like you're a forty year old man going through something. Let's we'll see. Yeah. See. What do you, uh, because I bought some new toys, you're, you you think uh, that means that's ev- evidence that I'm going through something? Yeah, you, you're profoundly bored. Uh, I don't know if that's true. What? You're sitting in the other room remixing Kill Yourself. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> Vocal samples. I don't understand. I feel like you're trying to make a larger point. Welcome to Worst Possible Timeline, everybody. I'm Patrick. What's up, man? I'm Eric. What's up, everybody? Are you everybody? holding it like very far from your mouth? What are you doing there right now? No, I'm right here. Yes, that's very. Far. It was previously very far from your mouth. I can. I'm looking at your waveform the entire time we're recording. I know when you're not lo- touching your mic. What do you want from me, man? Just aim the mic. I like to. I like to spiral out while we do this show. Do, yeah. Do people like that though? I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, that's just what they're gonna have to deal with. I'm done trying to cater to these fucking people. <laughs> what were they that demanding? Racism. Yeah. They. No, they weren't. I was just too worried about it. You know what I mean. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just. Sometimes you just gotta vibe with it. You just gotta roll with the flow. You gotta, you gotta study beats and chill. You know. And you're sure you're not going through something. So sometimes that's all you can fucking do. Okay. Sometimes all you can do is vibe with with life. What life hands you. That's a big facts. You know. So what? What's you know? This is uh, this is worst possible. We did that already. This is the worst possible timeline. You know what the fucking deal is. Um, what do you? Uh, what do we got this week? What's going? What's happening in the world? COVID is over, fam. No, no, no. If you say that though, you're condemned to suffer. 
suffer f- to what? Uh, they come for you if you suggest that COVID is over. It's over, but your life is still boring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What What did you witness? You got a, uh, some freedom this week. Did I? Oh, I, I rented a car. Uh, I hung out with the Cholos in Santa Monica. How was that? It's pretty lit. Did you go to the ocean? You saw the beach? I did see the beach. How do you feel? Uh, it was nice. I gotta say, it was it was good. It was good for the. It, it felt cathartic until the sun went down. And I thought I was gonna get stabbed. <laughs> and and how's our neighborhood lately? Um, oh, very menacing. A guy like was a guy like ran up on me today. What was that about? Uh, I think so. I was crossing Hollywood Boulevard, and. I think he was trying to like make. I think the light was changing, so he ran across, and I think he got a little momentum and he couldn't stop. And he was a very uh, he was young. He looked young. He looked maybe like mid to late twenties, but very dirty and and uh, sun sunburnt, like he's been out on the street all day. Uh, maybe just a working man. No, he didn't have a shirt on. His pants were like pretty dirty halfway down, uh, and he was running up behind me, and I was like, "Oh, here it is. This is it." This is it. Knife's going in my throat. Here we go. I was I was getting ready. Um, I thought I I was thinking about I could do like a karate um, move. Yeah, like if he was coming up behind me, I would try and like do a reversal, like John Cena, put him in the attitude adjustment, Mortal Kombat. You know, I was gonna try and like just like if if I could crouch, right, a crouch, and then his momentum, I'll like block it with my my back, and then like I'll use his his forward. Uh, momentum to get him up on my shoulders, and then I'll and then boom, attitude adjustment. But what happened? He just he just like I think he just had too much momentum. I, I thought he was running up on me, but he slowed down, and then I crossed the street like a pussy. <laughs> I was like, we're not doing this today. And I just I, I crossed the street. I I don't want to fuck up a homeless person. You don't. Sorry, 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 sorry. On house neighbor. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, hang on, hang on. Experiencing homelessness. Person experiencing homelessness. <sighs> experiencing homelessness. I know that I've done this whole song and dance before on this podcast. Yes. I if you're a person in our listenership who believes that referring to people as unhoused neighbors or person experiencing, homelessness, experiencing homelessness rather than homeless person or even fucking bum. If you think that doing that changes the material conditions that those people live under every single day, which includes shit like sleeping and piss and uh, being under threat of being mutilated by deranged people or raped by rapos. If you think that your choice of language is going to change anything for them, I'd like you to write us and and, uh, give your address. Exactly. Yeah. So you really wanted like a board, like a soundboard. Well, I don't think I've really, I don't think I've, 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 I've even scratched the surface of, of how this thing actually works. I've really just been pushing buttons. I need to watch like a video on how to like get the full, because the other one that just does, this one is like a sampler, which I've had, I've really entertained myself with. Um, but the other one just makes beats and I really don't even know how to use that at all. Gotta watch the Asian guy on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that guy knows what's up. He knows what he's doing. 
Um, I gotta, I gotta actually learn how to use it, which is disappointing. I thought I would just buy it and then, you know, be able to write amazing music right away immediately. That is disappointing. You know, it's, I can't, if I'm not good at something immediately, I really don't want to do it. I feel like you gotta let go of that. Your life is going to be so much long, you know, like it's, it's, you got a long time. Maybe not. Maybe this almost guy plunges a knife in my throat. It's a fact. Person experiencing homelessness. Yes. Um, what's happening in the world? I got a long list, but I, it's cryptic. I don't know what any of it means. <laughs> Maybe um, we haven't done we haven't done therapy in a while. People like the therapy sessions. Do you need therapy? No. Okay. <laughs> it might be tough then. I mean, what do you? So, like, you you get like bitter sometimes, right? Like sometimes, like you feel it's like a terrible feeling because it makes you feel like dirt. You know, I don't really, I don't know if bitter is the right word because I don't want anybody to fail. Really, I, I just, but I do get very check up where I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna check up on this motherfucker. Oh, that, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's not the healthiest notion. I, uh, I love. I think I might have talked about it on the podcast before. I hate giving this energy, but. There was someone that I worked with years ago that was really fucking rude and nasty, and I love checking up on him and seeing that I'm that I'm more successful than him. Yeah, I fucking love that. See, I take no joy in that because I I really in my heart of hearts believe that success is tied to nothing. No, and one day I'm gonna look up and he's gonna be <laughs> ahead of you. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be ahead of me at some point. And I'm gonna go no. Yeah, I I used to be able to wish ill on people, but now I understand that. The worse that they're doing, the harder they make my life. And I just, I need, there's certain people that I need to be happy because they're psychotics. And when they're not happy, they fixate on making my life bad. Oh, I don't, I don't wish ill on, on anybody, even people I hate. Like, I, I, I don't want this guy to fail. I just like that I'm doing better than him. And when I see people doing better than me, it's not that I want less for them. It's just that I want more for me. Why don't I have that? I want, I want it. I just purchased Wolf of Wall Street on sale so that I could get this exact vibe you're talking about. Yeah, you need you feel like you need drive, you need want. Well, <clears throat> I am uh I'm ex- I'm entering a very interesting stage of my life where I'm still technically employed, but it might be the case that I can go into business for myself again full time in like a more meaningful way. Like every time I've like worked for myself or quote unquote, it's been taking on clients and, you know, working freelance, not caring about having a a boss per se, but it's, I've always scraped by whenever, whenever that was the case. And it's possible that I will hit a proper W uh, towards the end of this year. And that's an interesting phenomenon, right? Sure. And, so I'm like I'm like doing weird shit like watching hours of investment videos like real estate's so boring man I can't I it's like I can't even like I want to be a crooked landlord but I can't even I don't have the patience. Well, you don't have to, well. I mean, I do want like a proper absentee slumlord. Yeah, maybe I could do that. I think the only way to really be an absentee slumlord is if you have enough money to make a. Well, I mean, you could be a slumlord, but if you were to do it in a way that isn't shitty. You'd have to hire a property manager, right? You'd have to hire Sara Lee. But here's know. the thing: I got I got radicalized by everybody coming out against Hannibal and the kid from I don't know some fucking lame indie band um, as landlords, right? 
and it made me want to be the villain. Am I like I want to be the Doctor Doom of landlords now? Oh, okay. Where, so you want to? So what does that mean? You want to be like the scummiest? Yeah, I want to make people's lives decidedly worse uh, for for my involvement in it. Well, that's I would ignore that impulse. Maybe no, I want to hurt working the working poor because of what somebody on Twitter said to me. Yeah, again, I would, I would, I would, I would ignore that impulse. I feel like that's not great. Somebody's got to pay. I mean, it's not, it's not good to harm others, even if they suck. Well, I'm sure the people that I'd be harming only stand a fifty-fifty chance of sucking. But someone in the world sucked, and now I just want to punish poor people for that. I mean, anyone through the right lens can suck. You know what I mean? Just depending how you look at it. That's a fact. You know. I mean, especially for you, you know. This is probably a good chance that they eat meat, right? It's yeah, just, it's a funny thing being a self-righteous vegan. I can justify mistreating anybody. Yeah. You can be like, oh, you're eating meat out here? But you don't, generally. No, I almost never do. Yeah. So, But I got it in my back pocket, should I need it. Yeah. I, I, I Maybe that's why I'm not the most revolting prick of this era. It's because I was sanctimonious before sanctimony was in, you know? But, there, but there's, there's a, you, you have some stiff competition, man. A lot of revolting pricks in, in in these times. Yeah, no, I know. But uh, yes, I couldn't compete even at my worst. But I guess what I'm saying is I haven't felt the need to judge another living human being in a long time because it's like an understood that I have like a, a, a pretty major philosophical divide with 90% of the people I interact with, 99% of the people I care about in life. Yeah. So... I, I honestly feel there's a narrative going around, like a counter narrative to masks and, and vaccinations and shit. And it's like buff TikTokers, like uh, the type of dudes that make like country music TikToks and shit. But they're all strong and like look like real farm fed country boys sort of guys. And the narrative often into guns and shit. The counter narrative is you like only weak, only weak, low, what do they call them? Low value. Only weak, low-value beta males like this moment because... Oh, anybody that likes this moment is... Yeah. But the idea being that it gives them... It gives them the feeling of of heroicism with none of the stakes. Yes. I think that's absolutely true. So if you put on a mask and sanctimoniously yell at somebody online, or if you lecture somebody online for their perceived transgression against whatever the zeitgeist of the moment is, whether that's race or masks or climate change or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, um, you can fill your cup of being a, 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 a radical revolutionary and an activist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when they told, when the, the rhetoric last year of save lives by staying home and watching TV and being <laughs> online. Yeah. That fucking went to people's heads, man. Do you think it's created? It's maybe not created, but it's fostered a weak man. It was the weak man was already thriving in our times, but yeah, it, it, it created, it fostered, uh, sanctimony for nothing for sure. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, this un total un like you perfectly said, heroicism without any stakes. Yeah. Does it make you want to lift? I'm always trying to get you into lifting. You got no interest. It's just, you know what it is? It's way more fun than running. You run. If you can run, you can lift. Because I've gotten, so when I started running, I was like, 
oh, I hate this. Yeah, it sucks. But the more you do it, then the better you get at it. Same with lifting. I know, but I just, it just making that first step is just, oh, God, it's like pulling teeth. It's I'm, harder than pulling teeth. I'm so desperate to get some decent exercise in on a timetable that makes sense to me with no distractions that I'm thinking about getting, and the fucking YMCA in this fucking scam town will not open up no matter what. <laughs> No one wants to go back to work. It's fucking crazy. Nobody wants to go back to work. That's a fucking fact. Yeah. But but the meathead gym across the way is open. Yeah. And I'm thinking about doing it on a month to month just to fucking have any type of. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, yeah. like I rented a car. There you go. Yeah. Do it on a month. To- that's I think that's a very good idea. Um, or you could just make a fake pass, get a laminated. I, you can do that at the YMCA. for. Sh- well, you used to be able to do it at the go YMCA. To the, go to the scum library over there and. Closed for another few weeks, I think. Damn. Yeah, I can't <laughs> can't shoot dope while I surf the net on uh, very large monitors. Um, getting getting in a good workout in a in a in a in a in a in a in a, in a timely manner that makes sense is difficult because like i I would prefer like on the weekends I like to work out in the morning mm-hmm. before I eat anything. I think that's like the most efficient way to work out, but during the week, I would have to wake up at like fucking five thirty. It's just not gonna happen, yeah, it's just not gonna fucking happen. It's too fucking early. I resent people that want you to wake up early. I thought about it. I was like, okay, maybe I'll try you know I'm at a weird stage in my life. My girlfriend's very far away. I can do. I should really shave my head. She's going to listen to this. I should really shave my head. She won't let me shave my head because she thinks I'll look terrible. But like, I, uh, I could just take a bunch of photos of myself ahead of time so that I could, like, <laughs> different places, et cetera, yeah. just to cover all my bases. Like, get a hey, wig. Hey, I'm at the beach, you yeah. know, but I'll have one in my, in my folder of I still have hair, you know? Yeah. And, and I, so I could shave my head. Uh, what does that have to do with being a morning guy? Because that's like one of those lifestyle things that you experiment with when you're very alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. you like know? I had a mustache last week. Yeah, you had a mustache. Don't yeah. tell me you're not bored and going through something when you have a mustache. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, thank you. So, <laughs> so uh, and waking up, I thought about it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll wake up at five. But here's the deal. Going to bed before midnight makes you a child. I know. You're a fucking child. You're not a grown-up. The thing is, I have to, I really, I have to start working at seven. Yes. I don't really start till eight. I sure. get out of bed at seven. Yes. I sign on, I say what's up to my boss at seven. Yeah. And I shower, fucking go get a coffee. Sure. Start making breakfast. Anyway, seven hours of sleep is like enough, but I don't feel great. I would feel great if I got like eight or nine. So I try to go to bed before midnight. But you're right. You feel like a fleet. What am I? What do I have school tomorrow? Yeah, was precisely. Happening? Yeah. Yeah. But usually what happens is I mom get, wants you off the PlayStation. I get. Yeah. <laughs> usually what happens is I get in bed and then, you know, jerk off or whatever. You're kind of religious with the jerk off. You got to keep the tea. You got to keep the tea going. I burst through the tango today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> you had it for a while. I did. It was time to. It was time to retire. I got some extra eggs if you need one. No, I. Th- <laughs> my girlfriend got me a very nice gift. I'm. I'm actually on a monthly. Oh right, yeah. You're on the. You're on. Yeah, that, she uh, she paused it because only eggs. Yeah, exactly. She paused it. Eggly fans. Um, because she uh, uh, she was like, wait, you actually are going to use it for a full month? And I said, yeah, I think so. You know, but because uh, I don't like to waste plastics and whatnot. But, is it plastic? 
No, it's rubber, but it, it's rubber. I don't know what the it fuck like it is. Some kind of silicone or something. But silicone's plastic. Is it? Yeah. All right. What do you think it was? Metal? Wood? No, I thought it was like a gel or something. Soft plastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Whatever. All right. Um. So. Yeah, I don't like to waste it, and that's like definitely a disposable thing. You're not like handing it down to your grandkids or anything. Do you think this podcast is entertaining for anybody? I think so. Yeah, all right, good. Yeah, I do. You were low energy last Patreon. You were like... Was I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Oh, wait, I, so I uh, here's something we can maybe talk about. I got the vaccine. Okay, how do you feel? Kind of low energy. Because you're now a beta. You know what I think it is? Here's what it is, right? Pe- pe- here's my... You want to hear my conspiracy theory? Please. We At Worst Possible Timeline, we like to, we like to make our own... We don't like to repeat... Yeah, no, it's ho- it's house rules here. We like to to make our own thing. Here's my conspiracy theory. Tell me. I think it's like I think it's permanent fluoride brain. Okay. Right? Like the whatever the fluoride does to your pineal gland yep. in the water calcifies. Right. I think the vaccine is like permanent. Like you don't like you could stop drinking the tap water tomorrow, but it's too late, man. The fluoride brain. So do you think that? Do you think that that's its purpose is to is to dull your? your Actually, I don't know what fluoride. What does it do? Does, does like, it just makes you like more like, like subservient. Like what 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 is the fluoride in the water doing to your brain that the government benefits from? Yeah, people say it makes you docile. I don't know if there's literally any support to that claim. I think it's. I think that's total horseshit. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's true at all. But. uh the, the the rate of gun murders this year would say otherwise. <laughs> Precisely. Um uh vaccine. Um I got the John I got the Johnson and Joseph. Um it uh you know it was pretty easy. So we said oh I said a while ago on this podcast that I wasn't gonna do it until it was like very easy to get. It got easy to get. It got very easy to get. I popped right in, popped right out, felt like shit for a day or two. I gotta line it up. I'm not excited. No, I mean it's not anything to really be that excited about. I do like to pamper myself when I do things, though. So, like, I'll go get that, like you did. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I overate for like two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made an excuse of it. Yeah. I'm gonna make an excuse. Need of your it. strength. Yeah, I, need- I did it like I was getting ready for a fight. Yeah, you know, I was jo- I was exercising a lot because I knew it was gonna make me feel down. So I I I was like, let me really put in the effort here. And then I just ate. What if I started going to the meathead gym across the street and then I got, like a dude came, slid up to me in the locker room and said, I got some gear for you. He gooses you? No. Well, yeah, he gooses me and then we make love. But, that, but, then, but then when we stop and he's like, he's like, hey, I noticed you're, when I was pounding you from behind, I noticed that your glutes uh, could be tighter. Um, you interested in this, this rig? And I'm like, what are you talking about, brother? And he's like, you say your dick's already in my ass. What do you mean? He's like, no, he he gives me steroids. Yes. I think that's I honestly think that's maybe what you need. What if I what if I punched holes in the wall <laughs> while you were watching television so my arm went through the wall? I would say, look at Patrick, he's doing good. <laughs> You'd say he really cares about his health. It's I cool. think no, I think at a certain age, right? Yep. After the age of twenty eight. Yep. You just become 
HGH had soft and doughy and just oh yeah docile, you know, fluoride brain. Yep. You know, calcified pineal gland. Yep. This is why your brain's not working. For everybody that doesn't know, my brain's not working. <laughs> if you listen to the last episode, your brain your brain doesn't work. You're low energy. You're low T. I've been thinking about a man's name for two days. <laughs> I can't. I, it's a man whose name I know very well, and I don't know it. I can't. I can't grasp it in my head. You can't access that part of your brain. No, it made me. Here's my thoughts, and uh, all the doctors in our listenership can write us. Is it possible to lose memory but not cognitive function? Oh, yeah, I think so. Because like short-term memory loss? Like, well, Alzheimer's and shit like that, you lose memory, but you also lose cognitive ability. I feel somewhat sharp, but I have zero recall. And when you have zero recall, you feel stupid, but I think my ability to reason is just as strong. Could be a lifestyle thing. Like what, I'm looking at a screen for 14 hours a day? Yes. Yeah, that could do it. That could do it. Phone... I really got to get, I, 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 I wish I could get off the phone, man. I look at my phone way too fucking much. I'm going to be. Maybe I got to delete Instagram. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I'm going to be strung out on screens for until at least July. The contract that I have right now with my job goes through July. Yeah. So if, and we'll see if I want to renew it then or whatever, but. What if after that I just throw my computer? Get a job doing construction. You did three days of manual labor and you were like miserable. Seven days, thank you. <laughs> and I and I wasn't miserable. I was proud. Yeah. I was a working. Just they call me the working man. Yeah. And then I shaved my head. I was ready for battle. They called me a working class oi oi skin. Yeah, you were the your working class skins. Yes, and. Yeah. Until and you know people online were big into me until they uh, learned I was white. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, on a, uh, a f- f- MySpace uh, comment, I used the F word. And then my workers' rights went away. Right, yeah. They took your health insurance. The people who were celebrating May Day. Yeah, took your health insurance. Took my health insurance when they insisted that I got fired. Yeah. You brought up an interesting point. Let's just uh, get sanctimonious for a moment. Uh-oh. People that we witnessed, not everybody in the world, I'm sure, but uh-huh. the people that we witnessed celebrating May Day and talking about workers' rights are frauds of such an order that my I get muscle twitches talking about them. I mean, not all of them. I think all of them. You think all of them? Yeah. I wonder, I truly wonder if a single person in that was on Twitter talking about workers' rights on that particular day has I'm sure many of them are servers. I'm sure of that. But, Probably have some kind of job. But how many of them? I didn't see, to be uh, to be, I uh, maybe I just wasn't on Twitter that day, but I didn't see anybody talking about May Day. Oh, it was nonstop on my shit. Really? Yep. I didn't see any of that. Nonstop on my shit. It was all people that. It was baristas, SEO people that work from their house. Uh, that type of person was celebrating. The notion of workers. What's an SEO? SEO is search engine optimization. It's a, a type of inter- It's a type of internet. Yeah, <laughs> it's a type of internet job you can have that basically you just have to be slightly smart. You don't have to be full smart. You can just be slightly smart, and you can make a lot of money 
you just offer services in, in that department. Sometimes I'm thankful for how dumb I am. It's like, imagine coding plus marketing. Yeah. That's very, de- oh man, that's really depressing. Huge growth industry, millionaires made in that business. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's more money than I'm making. Sure. Not for long, though. You're about to invest. Right. Well, they won't, Voyager won't accept my shit. I'm trying to get this crypto bag. No. Before it runs out. Yeah. Time. Before the crypto plane flies into the economy. The trade trade center. Yeah. The clock, the clock is ticking. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Approve my shit, Voyager. Um, I didn't see anybody talking about Mayday. They love Mayday. But, but I mean, if we're talking about... If the, if the Mayday people are the same people that would happily throw someone under the bus... Your point, I thought, I thought your point was excellent, which is when you insist somebody be fired, you're taking, in the United States, you're taking away their health insurance, you're taking away any, any degree of stability that they have, you're essentially requesting an evil thing. Pretty evil. Pretty fucking evil. I never think about that because I haven't been to a doctor in 20 years, but presumably if I wanted to go to one, it would be evil to keep me away from one. Well, it's also, it's, I mean... It's not always just your health insurance. It could be your wife's or, That's your, fact. or yeah. your child's. Oh, think about if my kid was like had, like had a major disability or some shit, and somebody insisted that I get fired. Because they found a Twitter comment yeah, because when it, you were 21? Yes. Or if they found it from last week, I'm off my work site. Suck a fucking dick. No, and no one understands that. No one understands it. No. Yo, Joe Biden doesn't understand it, that old bitch. No. Because yeah. fucking that cheerleader uh, case. All the all the justices are like, yeah, this looks like bullshit to us. And Joe Biden's like, I take the school side. For everybody that doesn't know, a cheerleader, hey, check this out, everybody. A cheerleader said, "Fuck school, fuck cheerleaders, fuck probably white supremacy, whatever." Fuck she was, was she was in a she was in a group chat, Snapchat, I think. Snapchat, not at school. She was in like a convenience store with her mom later in the day. She was trying out for the cheerleading team, didn't get, didn't make the cut. And she Snapchatted, fuck school, fuck everything. I hate I hate this shit. Sure. And because of that, she they're trying to uh trying to jam her up for shit she she said off school grounds. There shouldn't be any She fu- got suspended, right? Yes. There shouldn't be any fucking question about this. There should be no question about this. You are off your work site. You should be able to say literally anything on the planet. You should run the most heinous websites. You should say things that would make my fucking teeth curl. You should say anything and not lose your job. That's a worker right. That's what that is. And if you've ever requested somebody gets fired for something that they were doing not on their job, you have nothing to talk to me about about workers' rights. Not a fucking thing. Suck a worker's dick. I mean, that would be supporting the working man. Sweaty ass, fucking working in the sun, dick. Yeah. Fupa <laughs> resting on the head. And by the way, everybody, if you're curious, Eric is correct. I work seven days manual labor job. I might do it a, a couple days this week just because I, my regular job is affording me enough time to do it. You're such, you're such a cranky baby whenever you did it, though. Yeah, because you're tired when you come home. I know. Doesn't it feel good? No. No. Listen, everybody. Working is for fucking losers. Get into finance and investments. Working fucking sucks. Make workers a, of the world get into crypto. Yeah, make a little bit. <laughs> here's why I'm not for workers' rights because there's there's I've never met any of you that that are invested that are working people that are actually invested in working people. I see college people that make their career talking about working people, but 
as far as working people go, working people want to get out of that situation post haste. They want to get the fuck out of working. They want to make, you know, they want to make bank. Yes. Which, Which union people, I mean, not all of them. But many. Many make pretty damn good money. It's a fact. You know? With job security, which is a tantamount. It's the most important thing. Good bennies, Paramount. too. Get them bennies. You get yeah. those bennies. Benefits. And when your wife dies, or when you when you die, your wife can get big breast implants and move on to the next union worker. When you, when you die, your son wraps you up in cellophane, cuts a hole in the wall, in the drywall. Stuffs you in there. Stuffs you in there, so it continues to collect the pension. Yes. Which I have I have no problem with that by the way. Zero problem, yeah, with, no that. problem with that. If I if I mean I don't think I'll ever get a pension, but if I were in that scenario, I would say, "Son, good on you." Absolutely. Collect. I'd that haunt him in a good check. way. Yes, one hundred percent. I would visit him in the night. You want to touch a you want to touch a third rail of controversy? Everybody, the Madball show that happened in the park. If you are jumping out saying that because. Uh, they, the, the uh, promotion company that staged the show because it seems that they got in there on a 9-11 uh, uh, memorial permit of some type. If you're jumping out trying to, like, that's a gotcha, you know what I mean? Like, oh, gotcha, you're bad people because you lied about a 9-11, uh, what the fuck, like, tribute or whatever the fuck it was. Memorial, yeah. Whose fucking side are you on? This is a third rail. I don't. Feel, I feel like this is not controversial. The, oh no, the, people are killing Paul Bearer today. They'll kill anybody. Here's the thing: everybody needs to understand about New York and New York City. Any gathering of Italian people over the age of forty is it's technically a nine eleven. That's a nine eleven memorial. Someone's going to bring it up. You know, if you're if any gathering of old Italian men, yeah, they're going to bring up nine eleven at some point. So that 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 counts. It, it counts. It counts for sure. And also, they posted their their. They said they never wrote nine eleven. Who gives a shit? If, but my point is, if they did, yeah, who cares? Why are you siding with the state against your fucking fellow fucking citizen? What is wrong with you? You're siding with face toucher Cuomo. Yeah. What is? But you're fucking deranged. The inside of your head don't work. Like, it, it, uh, why are you? I, when I saw people going off on this, I'm like, oh, that's scummy? That's scummy? Let's audit where the 9-11 money went. You know what I mean? That might be yeah, scummy. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, fuck all that shit. Like, Very stupid. Like, yo, everybody, audit, stupid audit your lawmakers and, and where they allocated money post a tragedy. Don't fucking audit your fellow citizen. You look like a fucking lowlife. Yeah, who gives a shit? This is very who gives a shit. People also, got mad. It's like it's fucking. It's over a week ago. Who cares? It's in the past now. Come I on. mean, I do love the past. All right, Move let on. me go down. I'm gonna go through. This is gonna be my rapid fire. You ready? Yeah. Jeopardy is for these are my notes, and they're arcane. I don't really understand. Jeopardy is for real bitch motherfuckers. <laughs> I like Jeopardy. Yeah, you I don't, don't like trivia. You did the bar trivia in Homer, Alaska. No, it's not that. It's so former Jeopardy contestants signed a group letter condemning a man. Because he went, they they asked him how many he uh, uh, episodes he won, and he went one, two, three, 
and he did three like this with with for everybody that can't see what I'm doing. It's an okay symbol, which no. has now been associated with the alt right. Oh my! Because God. it was manufactured to be that through fucking 4chan, you simple idiots. No, like, no, no this, actual alt right person does that. You're making you buffoons. This up. No, group uh, group letter of like 50 fucking former contestants saying that they the harm that he did requires uh, an apology. Oh my god! No. Yeah. No, that cannot be real. That's real. Oh no. That's when Twitter brain has like diffused to just normal citizens now. That's really I know. scary. I know it's a tipping point in some ways. Be- so he because he did he did not he I did can't. three victories like this. He counted to one, two, three with his his pinky, his ring finger, and his middle finger. I think and actually, then, I think he went like one, two, three, like 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 he d- yes, he did. And whatever he did, yeah, okay. I and what's it. interesting is people actually went and found the way that people count culturally, and counting that way with your fingers is how Europeans do it. Not that this matters at all, anybody, anybody. He's not alt right. He wasn't signifying anything. You fucking simple idiots. <laughs> but. Uh, if you needed a cover, if he needed a cover, which you don't, it's that's how many people across the entire planet count to three. I thought that was like thoroughly and understoodly debunked. No, not among low. So listen, every this is where we're at now. There is a low information voter, and the low information voter is now catching up to 2017. Yeah. So everybody, Twitter brains. Twitter brain is going to be mainstream because mainstream takes that many years to catch up to whatever the, the internet people are doing. So that's why you're getting woke Oscars, uh, bands, fucking bands that fill like 2000 cap rooms are like, I don't know. I think this tour needs a person of color. Yo, you're late. You're late. That shit was 2017. You're embarrassing yourself. This is like, it's like Jankum, except people believe it. Yes, precisely. That That's what the uh, alt-right okay symbol is. Everybody, just look it up. It's not real. It's never been real. It's bizarre that you would hitch your horse to it. It's a, it's a John Cena does it. It's John Cena's thing. It's also just... Also, there's an emoji of it. Yes, it's just okay. Okay, yeah, all right. Oh, that's crazy. So a bunch of 54 Jeopardy contestants? Yep. We're smarter than all of them. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, but that that must demonstrate that there's like there's two kinds of uh, maybe not two. Listen, you you listen to this podcast. You know we're slow witted. We're not terribly smart. If I went on Jeopardy, I'd get fucking stomped. Stomped as soon as they got to that fucking Shakespeare category. Done. Forget it, son. I I know the, the they usually do a category on TV and movies. That's it for me. That's the only one I might do okay. I might get three. <laughs> I bet I would. I bet I wouldn't even. Yeah. Um. So there's, there's, there's people that can do very well at a thing like Jeopardy. They are smart in that way. But yes. If they're gullible for this shit. Yes. You're a dumb motherfucker. Incredulous boob. Incredulous boob. Incredulous boob. Incredulous no, tits. Cre- credulous boob. Credulous. Yeah. Incre- wait, not incredulous. Incredulous right. would mean that you you are skeptical and and uh, uh, attempting. Once again, folks, I'm not very bright. And you're still smarter than the average Jeopardy contestant, apparently. I just know a thing isn't true, which is the yeah, okay yeah. symbol not being an alt right thing. I just heard something that sounded on uh, it sounded shaky, so I googled it. That's it. 
I thought, oh, wow, that's, cr- I can't believe that. Yeah, you're, suff- you're suffering right now. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. That's, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, next up. Well, yeah, what else we got? Uh, is Ben Affleck doing a bit now? Maybe. Maybe that, I, I know, like, a, what was a couple months ago when he, like, dropped his, like, Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, but there's also the him smoking on the balcony gif. There's a, there's a one where it looks like he's crying. Uh, there's a new one that I think is real of him in the backseat of a car where he looks fucking spent and miserable. Now, everybody, I know that he's got an alcohol problem and... Is he married? No, he's divorced. He's been going through it. But like, how much are you going through it? You're you're fucking famous and rich. Just go to Tahiti, fucking lay in the sun. People are telling me that it's because he lives in Boston. I mean, Boston's a miserable place. It'll make you miserable. It's a fact. But I mean, he must have a house in fucking Malibu. No, you'd hope. I thought I saw him driving around the other day. Maybe he did. Hopefully, he's on the good foot. I thought I saw I was I was going up to Runyon. And I thought I saw him in a car coming down in Hollywood. I think it's just everybody here looks like him. Maybe could be. I mean, he's a very generic, stock-looking yeah. white dude. Yeah. So it it may very well may not have been him. Um, is he doing a bit? It's possible. Like looking that miserable when you're that well off, it's got to be like a a bit. When I I have no doubt that like as soon as the internet like sort of characterizes <laughs> you in some way. As long as it's not totally poisonous, I'm sure Ben Affleck's agent just says, hey, look, you know, this is how younger people consume media now. They just look at, they, they post pictures of you and it gets a good million retweets, which is a higher rating than most television shows. Yeah, just dr- look unhappy. Yeah, so, you know, drop your fucking, uh, your your caramel macchiato on the floor and look upset about it and uh, that'll be enough exposure you know, and Ben goes, hey, I guess I can do that. And uh, so it's possible. It's possible. It's it's all kayfabe. It's all a work. Uh, or it's it's also entirely believable that he maybe is just miserable. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope not. I, I'd like him to be happy. Um, but I don't know. I, I, it just seems like it's too much at this point, and I'm starting to become unconvinced. I mean, how dark do you think, I mean, Hollywood obviously acting, you know, being a, a celebrity in that way, it's vapid as hell, right? I mean, that's pretty understood. I wonder how dark these people's souls are, you know what I mean? Like, if he has an alcohol, pro- I mean, whatever, I'm not going to get too heavy on that, but like, 
if you can't do you th- i mean do you think it's i'm sure fame is a prison in some way we've talked about it before you know being known is that widely is kind of like at a certain point becomes a burden right you can't really operate in public without it being a hassle yeah i think your life in a lot of respects might be really really unhappy but also i mean you know you've achieved a thing you you have a lot of zeros in your bank account you're you know what i mean i mean the the fact of the matter is being famous in this day and age is <laughs> there's there's less upsides than to it than there's ever been so yeah i mean it's, i mean it's it's, a, it's just a trap at this point it's not I can see it not being particularly very be very fun to be a famous person at the moment. Oh wow, Ben Affleck is trending. Do we click on this? Well, it's probably because the computer heard you say it. Or something. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but but wait, why would he be trending then? I mean, it's, I don't make him trend. You made him trend. Oh yeah. Okay, so this woman. Wow. So this woman. Wow. How on the how on the fucking how on this are we? Um, so Ben Affleck DM'd a woman who unmatched him on a dating app because he, he sent her him a video, sent her a video on Instagram saying, Hey, it's actually me. Why'd you unfollow me? Which he looks all right there. He looks all right. Maybe he's, maybe he's an outpatient. <laughs> Wait, so he's, but on what the is the snitch? Stuff? Hey everybody, can you stop snitching? If a New York hardcore legend sends you a fucking mean message, don't screen cap it. And if Ben Affleck matches you on something, don't make it a TikTok, you clout thirsty monstrosity. I mean, that's clout is the only currency that these people understand. You know, this is the thing. I feel like material wealth doesn't mean as much to a young person anymore. It's really all about the clout. Yeah, see, they it's say just when you'll hit when you hit thirty. Yes, you're gonna realize, oh no. Yes, precisely. Well, but but I mean, also you can potentially turn clout into money if you get enough of it, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I I think you're right though. I think that they don't care. Like I I, I think that they don't. But also, this whole thing could have been fucking orchestrated by fucking Ben Affleck and his agent. I don't too. think Ben Affleck is as canny as we're <laughs> we're no, depicting right he now. He might not be, but I assume the the people that his people probably are. They say, "Look, it's in t- don't people don't watch fucking movies." He had a movie that come out that came out like a month or two ago, where he was like an alcoholic, like fucking like little league coach or something. And what did anybody see it? Did anybody see it? No, but no, I not, bet not our fucking millions of people have seen this TikTok by now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, it's not hurting him. It's a little, I get, but her purpose is to embarrass a man. I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate it too. Don't, Everyone's don't a screenshot anybody. You fucking weird cops. It's also like. The clout cops, clout police. I mean, so much shit is so much of socializing, so much of like human interaction now exists online and accelerated so, you know, greatly by the fucking pandemic. And I resent the shit of it. I fucking hate it because it's just not, it's not actual human interaction. It's like this weird funhouse mirror version of it where we don't actually empathize with the person that we're speaking to because they're not really there to us. 
Yeah. But, but they are there. And and yeah, you doing this clout bullshit where you embarrass them for fucking attention is so fucking sick and vampiristic. You're 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 a fucking vampire. Like you suck. You fucking you're you're a piece of shit. I fucking hate you. I hope you die in hell. Wow, it's really good. You're really going off. I fucking hope you fall off a cliff. You yeah, suck what, dick. You make life what's happening? A hassle. What, what's going on right now? You fucking make life a hassle. You make <laughs> life less enjoyable for people. But I think you might be spiraling worse than I just did on workers' rights. What what is going on here? You they fucking make life less enjoyable. I mean, I resent that. Well, it's not. I guess it's not them. I, I guess it's so, sort of the internet culture, the internet, the fucking cyberspace bullshit that we have to do day in and day out in order to exist now unless you work a fucking unfulfilling salt pounding job you know what i'm saying i wish that everybody that we talked about on this podcast got salt pounding jobs that would make me so happy we all should get salt pounding jobs i hope a fucking solar flare burns the internet out forever i hope everything crashes. i hope cyberspace ceases to exist and we go back to 1992 wow i hope it all goes back to zero that would be so interesting maybe i should go back to 1992 i think it would be lit i think it would be good for everybody that would force everyone to have to exist in the real world and suffer the fucking slings and pains and arrows of that sh- of, of that comes with that and become a real human being maybe i what do i need to look at on the internet do i need to look at anything turning into ted kaczynski yeah i'm picking that up what what do i need to look at though only fans that's <laughs> Do I, I mean, do, is there any... XNXX.com. Yeah, XNXX. <laughs> uh, no, what what do I need to look at? Like, is I don't there, know what, you, what, what do you mean? Like, is there a thing that I need to know? No. No, right? Zero. What do you need to know? I don't know. It's all tragedy out here. I do like the Citizen app. Does that count? Um, that's kind of news. I know that there's a homeless problem. No, it's probably that's bad too because it makes you think every time you walk out the door you're gonna get a knife in your throat. When I you're love, probably not. I love that feeling. You love that feeling? I do. All right, hold on. Let's keep it moving. Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live. I thought it already happened. Apparently, it's next week. Oh, what? it's no. I. You know, I'm surprised how. I, I, okay, so it is next week. I guess because I had I obviously because it didn't happen. I didn't see any of it, and I. And when you said it right now, I was like, well, I'm really thankful I haven't seen any of that. Supposedly, supposedly, Lauren Michaels said anybody who objects to our host can can uh, take the day off. Okay. I hope everyone takes the day off and there's no show. That'd be great. <laughs> but also, these scumbags, if a single one of these sanctimonious fucking scumbags takes the day off because... What a a fucking space entrepreneur fucking is on your show? You're insane. What did? He, what's his? What are his crimes? Um, he was wrong about COVID. He said the COVID uh uh the 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 COVID spike was had leveled out or something, and we would not need to be worry about it by like last June. He was wrong. Okay. But now they try to jam him up on that. Is that it? Doesn't so, he? Doesn't is he's South African and white? So that's he's South African. He rejected his father, uh, who was an apartheid guy. He, since a young man, he has said, "I want nothing to do with my father or his lifestyle." Well, that's that's good, isn't it? Uh, not good enough for these people who just say South African. 
No. Okay, so and doesn't he own a didn't he own a mine or something? No, that's just something we put on him. Okay. Did his dad own he, a mine? Yeah, he came from wealth. Well his and his dad owned a mine. His da- yeah. Am I making this up? You're probably making that up. I think we said that here, but we it was unfounded. It might be true that listen, his father, to my understanding, was wealthy, uh, apartheid era businessman for sure. I don't know what his ties to apartheid were, except for obviously probably benefiting off. He of it. recorded uh, Graceland. He, he recorded Graceland for Paul Simon. That was yeah. his role in apartheid. Yeah. Uh, so listen, everybody. There's nothing wrong with Elon Musk. It doesn't mean you got to like him. He's pretty annoying, but that he's got an ugly pumpkin head. Ugly pumpkin it's head. Really difficult. But it doesn't mean at. you got. I mean, there's not. It's not like if your fear is like. Like, I mean, I don't think we got any listeners like this, but I'll go online and I'll still see like the Tumblr set using words like crypto fash. Okay. What a waste of time. What a waste of fucking time. You have no life experience. You never met a fascist in your fucking life. Yeah. Well, it's also like, well, here's here's what I'll say about Elon Musk. He's got an ugly pumpkin head. Yeah. His uh, wife's an annoying asshole. Who is his wife? Grimes. I don't know anything about her. Music for girls that wear like like white frilly tops and, and are really into the internet. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Um I think I think Teslas are pretty cool. They are cool. I'm basic in that way. Uh oh, and wasn't he he was the guy behind PayPal. He PayPal was, I find really difficult to use, so fuck him for that. It's not like he made PayPal. He was just uh, Is he on the board of directors. He's like an early investor. Oh, he, oh, he's an investor. I mean, that's where he made all his money. I don't know if he. I don't know if he pioneered into any of it. Like, I, I don't know if he created anything at PayPal. Whatever. As as he just seems like a person who's kind of boring to even talk about. Okay. I'm not mad, mad at him, but like, no, but like, okay. So what? There are a lot of strong feelings about him. I think it's mostly just because he's rich. Yeah, obviously, resentment politics are just the only politics that exist anymore. So, it's, so hang on. So hang on. Lorne Michaels, yes, a man worth maybe half a bill. Well, you'd hope, yeah. Uh, he said, if anyone objects to him being on the show, you can take the day off. But like, wh- so if they object to him, and as far as I can tell, their major objection is that he's rich. Yep. Do they? Do do we not get the cognitive dissonance of the guy telling you you can take the day off is also hella rich? No. I, I say this on this podcast all the time. People have picked these villains so that they don't have to address the real villains at all. I mean, wasn't Lorne Michaels friends with Trump? We can villainize him yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, sure. But people won't. People don't even want to talk to about... Listen, people are bizarre. And well, let me make it clear. I got nothing against Lorne Michaels. I think he's earned everything he has. See, you got to say that because you're in television. I don't got to say that. No, I, I don't. I, I, I think he's been cashed for over 25 years. Uh, SNL's the worst fucking show on television. There's terrible. no question. It's terrible. I don't have to say... I'm in television and I I guess I... I don't know. Lorne's going to crush you. <laughs> I don't... Well, it's not... That's not... I do a specific kind of television that's not really my not, lane. not anymore bitch <laughs> uh here's the thing if i was in in some bizarre world where i was offered a job on snl tomorrow i i don't know if i'd take it no i know i wouldn't i well it would be amazing for my career it would be like a very unique opportunity but i'm not going back to new york i just don't think I could be among people that are that unfunny. If I could work remotely, I'd do it. 
If I could work from Los Angeles, I would do it. Yeah, maybe. And you don't ever have to get anything on TV to just collect a decent check. Maybe that's the better life is to never get anything on that show. I mean, I probably wouldn't be working. Well, if I had to work, if I if I had a creative position, oh, I'd I'd go. I'd we're having Alex Jones on next week. Oh yeah, you're nothing. Th- you're I would. Thinking, I would think su- producer. I'm thinking writer room. Um, yeah, you're thinking right. If I'm if I'm producer, I nothing that I would suggest would ever make it on television. Yeah, because I want I want Alex Jones. I I think uh, I think we should have Alan and George W. Bush. Yep, uh, I would just be going for good television. Yeah, exactly. I I would uh, you know I try and get like Jack Dorsey and Trump in the same room. You know, I want to make sparks here. This sure. Is, you know what I'm. You know what I mean. But no, they would. They're like they want. You know, they want Lizzo to host with. Uh, you know, Imagine Dragons or some shit. <laughs> so, all right, Musk. I we're not mad at you. No, what I don't. I don't know what he what he's bad for. It's the same. Oh, thing. he doesn't like unions. That's right. He doesn't like unions. I don't think that they even bring that up. But yeah, no, no one ever does bring that up. But I think that's a legitimate criticism. Uh, you got lots of money. You, 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 you workers unionize. Me too. Back at it again with uh, the New York mayor mayoral race. Oh right. Um. Everybody, I'm like the only the only guy. I'm like uh, I feel like uh, Matt Damon two weeks into the Me Too crisis where. He said that there's a difference between forcible rape and, and an inappropriate comment, and he got murdered online uh, because that's how hysterical people were at that time, that they couldn't recognize a very obvious and tangible difference. Uh, I feel like I'm him because I'm the only person out here that's like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I play a not-woke person on this show, but I'm pretty plugged in. I'm not, uh, uh, you know, you're not getting any weird uncle vibes off of me i don't think but yo me too is now being weaponized for politics as we all could have guessed that it was and will continue to be until it loses all impact altogether and then we just find ourselves back at base because they're trying to they're trying to get this stringer dude out of here who's the uh, progressive candidate in uh, new york city mayor primary uh, and they're trying to get him out of here on not paper thin, but essentially no proof plus counter plus plenty of anecdotal counterproof, such as the fact that his accuser sought a job directly from him 10 years after she says the incident took place. Uh, she's been caught in about three different lies. And is it just like, am I... I know that we got to be scared of it, right? I know that everybody thinks it's the eye of Sauron where if they criticize any Me Too shit, then they obviously become a target for a mob, which is a fact. And that anything that they could, anything about them that could be misinterpreted will be misinterpreted forcefully for the purposes of their destruction. I understand all of it. But like, what about just like jerk offs on Twitter who, who are anonymous and have no stake here? When is just regular people that have no sort of public facing life eventually going to be like, yeah, man, I just looked at all those facts. This person is very clearly lying. No one does that anymore. And they'll do that for people when it's convenient for them. Yeah. Like, okay. You know what I mean? And also, it also seems to me that like, 
the amount of press coverage is is key mm-hmm. because I haven't seen anything about this story. Uh, well, I'm not I'm not super plugged into the New York mayoral thing, but I've not seen like I mean like the Cuomo stuff you couldn't escape that was everywhere. Yes. It yes. was all. If, I mean, well, this guy is like the lefty politician that was probably he was on track to come in second. So like, it's not the same stakes, but it kind of is, you know what I mean? Because it will be, it will be someone else. Like the only reason Biden get Biden didn't get jammed up on this is because you were all so desperate. That's right. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You were too thirsty. So you, d- you didn't live your convictions, but uh, you can just get the mob. To, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm curious when the stove has no heat anymore, like you can't, or, or when you can't even touch the eye of the stove or the, and burn yourself. Cause it's just like, Oh yeah, I don't believe anything anymore. Eric asked me today. He's like, is there any me too allegations you believe? That's because I'm burnt, bro. I've seen too many lies. I'm just like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah. Well, the, well, we came to the conclusion that the big ones, you know, Cosby and shit like, yeah. Um, but, but it's, it's very i think what we have to acknowledge right is that not everybody in the world is as cynical as we are right i'm not saying i think they're more cynical i think that i think that assuming that everything that you read is true is is i think that's more cynical but, but, in a way. but i get no and i and i understand what you i understand that point and i agree what i mean is like the notion that me too allegations would be weaponized in some way that feels too cynical to the average person that feels cynical to them they don't want to believe that that would be the possibility even though but how do you seems very seems like yeah people are like politics is especially in the political realm and in and in hollywood people are fucking scum yeah they'll do anything to step over you so why would you think that they would stop at a thing that's that many people find offensive these are people that have no scruples <laughs> like yes. it's not like uh-oh some people find it distasteful that i should weaponize me too i guess i should stop on my campaign of terror that i've been on since i entered the field i no. guess i shouldn't try and climb to the top anymore and let this person who's winning uh get there yeah you know what i mean like Politics, we've talked about it. It's the slimiest game that there is, man. And and it, they know it is. It's known for being that. And same with Hollywood. It's fucking, these are two sleazy industries. So it is cynical to weaponize something like fucking uh, sexual misconduct, rape, uh, et cetera, you know, uh, harassment. It is cynical. It's gross. It's disgusting. A low life would do that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and they lo- do. There's low lives in the world. There's plenty of low lives in the world. Tons in politics and tons in Hollywood, Petawood. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that this the progressive candidate from uh, th- that this is looking pretty pretty shifty, uh, yeah, doesn't it shouldn't it shouldn't come as a shock necessarily, you know? And I don't I don't know the spe- specifics to the story. I'm, I only know what you're telling me right now. So I I can't really say certain one way or the other on a thing, but I mean, like I said, I ha- I mean, and and this guy is not like a super well known figure like Cuomo or anything like that. But I mean, the amount of press that something gets will play into it, right? I mean, the more that something shows up in the news and is decided upon by the the lamestream mainstream media that uh you know that 
something is important, then the more people will feel the need to comment on it, and then the more pressure will be leveled yes. on somebody. Yeah, I mean, he's already lost all of his endorsements from from like kind of like the. Uh... Oh, so this is actually killing him. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, really? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on track to overtake kind of the centrist Dem, and then there's Yang, right? So like he wasn't going to beat Yang. It didn't look like, but he was. There was a guy named Adams who was kind of like a centrist Dem that he was going to overtake. It was just basically a major move. It didn't mean he was going to win, but it was. It was significant, and uh, he, right when he was about to, to overtake this Adams dude, he gets jammed up on this bullshit that, this isn't my take on it, this isn't like some like- Well, wait, uh, explain what, explain the whole thing. Okay, so a, a woman came forward and said, uh, he uh, touched me inappropriately between my thighs, uh, uh, I think 10 years ago, it might have been 15 total, no, no, no. Uh, I think it was 20 years. Okay. 20 years ago. I think it was 20 years ago. Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, here's where it is. It was very many years ago. She says that he touched between her thighs, uh, inappropriately. Uh, he says, uh, she said that she was an intern. Uh, she was, that's true. She was a 30 year old intern. Uh, and, uh, he, they were dating. So, she didn't mention they were dating and she, she hammered on intern despite the fact that she was a grown woman, that she was not like a 19 year old intern that like a dude. And he was only a couple years older than her. So like it was not basically when you frame something for maximum impact, instead of truth, you already make yourself look really fucking shady. And if those of you that lie in your personal lives know this, right? So it, it is, uh, already she's looking shady. Then it turns out that she, uh, in some respects is a political operative, uh, for not somebody that's running against him, but somebody that is, is politically against him. And also she sought a job working for him 10 years after the accusation or, or that after she said 10 years after what would have been the the instance that this happened. So she's she right now is working on behalf of somebody. N- no. So we don't know that. She has multiple reasons to be bitter. So if I was going to build a case against her or in favor of this dude, I would say that she has multiple reasons to be bitter. They maintained a friendship after they dated for all those years. She never said any of this to him, never said any of it to anybody else, apparently, and then asked him for a job. He refused her a job and they they had a falling out. So it is possible she is motivated from uh, a personal bitterness, but there is also the fact that she has been on the payroll of a political opponent of his in the near, in the very recent past. Although it is worth saying, I don't think she holds that job now. So, uh, that is, uh, the political opponent was the person he was running against it for like councilman or something like in his last position. Comptroller. So yeah, comptroller. Um, so, uh, look, I will just say it straight out. He might've done this, but she has zero evidence. There's literally no reason to believe her because there's enough anecdotal counter evidence that the, 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 if there was any burden of proof, it would be ridiculous to say that this man did it. So with all that being said, it's obvious it's going to derail his political future. And for our listeners, I just want to put this in perspective. You look at this man 
and you see a politician scumbag. That's cool. I do too. And you look at uh, celebrities and you think, oh, they've had access to pussy and all this other shit for so long. I bet they've done wrong shit. So you just make excuses in your head for why a thing is false, despite the fact that you have no facts about it. I just want to, for perspective, I just want to say, what if somebody walked into your fucking wine rep job and with zero credible evidence destroyed your life and made it so you could no longer feed your children? Would you accept that you are the broken egg in the omelet that is justice for women in this country? Or would you say, wait a second, I don't, I never did that. I don't, I don't know you. What the fuck is going on? And I think the answer would be the latter. So I just think that it's insane that people jump online and believe in all sort of shit when it's like, if they applied this to their own life, they would shake before they go to bed. They would shudder in their beds and not be able to sleep because of how scary it would be to have everything stripped from you. And I hate this politician scum. I like truly like the idea that he would even run for something like this. I just think he's low. Okay. He's, he still deserves the truth. And I just watching people online pressure the leftist and progressive organizations that endorsed him to drop him just made my stomach turn. And I wanted to share that with you, Eric. And it's, it's, it's weird how like, how routine this has become. Yes. Right? Well, that's that's the other thing is that how does it still have impact when everybody's witnessed a lie and also everybody is like, yeah, I don't know. This is weird. It's almost like everybody in power has, is a foul monster or, which could be true, I often think it is, or is it possible that some of these are less than credible? It's just, it's it's just constant. It's like its own weird industry it's constant it's constant that people are getting accusations levied against them oh i talk i talked to a manager uh, of bands who said that he doesn't have a single band that it doesn't have an accusation against them right now my god so that's my that's an interesting question now each band has five guys statistically if you're going with the the stat that is everybody it's untrue just look at it it just look into it it's a simple google search um the stat about campus rapes and stuff like that. If you looked into that, you might, if you believe that you might conceivably believe that, uh, that out of five men, one of them was a foul rapist. You might believe that, but like, let's say if you're just down to earth, like, yo, do you believe that every single band has a foul rapist in it? Is that what you believe? Because that's like a re to me, that's I've been around bands for the last 15 years. There are some fucking turds in those bands. I assure you there's bad people among them, but I've, I think it's insane to believe that every single band has a foul monster lurking within it. That's just nuts. And if it's true, can we get Weezer out of here? Uh, yeah, I'd love that. Um, or Foo Fighters or something. Uh, it's, it's, it's strange. It's strange how like every day, there's just a new person that people are trying to unperson on the internet yep. based on accusations. I don't think I'm going to look at Twitter anymore, but I got to promote these stupid fucking records that I put out. Fuck. Twitter is a cesspool, man. It's, it's bad, bad man. It's, it's bad. bad. I'm looking at it right now, and a dude that I usually like just said something stupid, and I'm like, maybe he should die. <laughs> so, so, like, it, it's, uh, you know, you got to get out of here. Um, 
All right, hold on. I got. Wait, wait, we have more notes. What's up? Yeah, we got more notes. Um, teachers are at it again. <laughs> Dash demon people. So, did you see that the uh, teachers union? Um, it's not. It's not the teachers union. It's like teach. It's whatever. Everybody. It is the teachers union. Just it's got an acronym. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, pressured the CDC into changing their guidelines for schools. They they, they said they lobbied. Uh, they didn't lobby the emails. So th- there was emails revealed in a freedom of information act uh, request that uh, essentially show in plain that uh, this teacher's union pushed the CDC to change their stance on the science of the moment to say that uh, teachers, I forget what it basically teachers don't need to do their motherfucking jobs. And, for anybody that doesn't think that the CDC is compromised or that the World Health Organization isn't in the pocket of the Chinese, you're so fucking dumb, man. You're so, when a teacher's union can fucking pressure the CDC into changing their policy. That's what I was going to say. Like, Can you guys get more money for yourselves if you have this kind of power? Like, Yeah, there you go. Like, all I've heard about teacher's unions up until COVID was how ineffectual they are. Like, There's, there's teachers in fucking like in Kenosha making like 40 K a year. Yeah. What? Yep. What's, uh, what does your union do for you? What do you do? Oh, uh, it doesn't protect you for when somebody finds your only fans and then, uh, like an uptight parent destroys your career. Yeah. Doesn't help you there. Doesn't help you there. Doesn't get you money. What is it doing? What do you pay? I assume you're paying dues. What does it do for you? Uh, apparently it'll make it so that, uh, half the students have to stay home so that teachers don't have to do their job. I guess that's pretty good. I working, fucking hate teachers, man. Does this is a very hateful episode. I hate teachers. <laughs> I, say, I, I set us on a course. All right, we so, just sound like bitter goblins. Yeah, we are. We it's, sound it's, like it's, fucking shitheads. That's what it is. Let's kill ourselves. Okay. Uh, what? what uh, so the teachers union, it, uh, they, they, they... What if we got a belt? What if we got a belt? Yeah. And and we tied it around both our necks. And then I leaned one direction and you leaned the other direction. Jesus. Uh we could try that. Would that be like a pact? Jesus. I mean we it sounds like uh if we don't succeed we might be gay. Can I tell you that's, yeah, that's true. If they if they just find us, you know what I mean? They're like, oh no. Two lovers. Oh no. Well, they couldn't live. They couldn't live their truth. Yeah. All right. This is the last thing I got. <clears throat> At what point does a joke become so hack that it's legitimate proof of being an NPC? <laughs> I don't think it takes long. I think it's like after the f- third time you see it. I guess the software update that runs through all unthinking people so that they all hate Elon Musk the, Musk the same day yeah. and they all have an opinion on NFTs the same minute. Yeah, yeah. What about the the person that says upon learning that herd immunity is seemingly outside the grasp of the United States through a New York Times article, they tweet, America gets no herd immunity because of its herd stupidity. Not even funny the first time. Not funny remotely. Now, what happens if you look on Twitter, as I will now, and you find hundreds of variations of that? What does it mean, Eric? Paired with GIF from The Office. 
100%. Hold on. Paired, paired with uh, Dwight from The Office wearing tinfoil on his head. You know, I think The Office probably ruined more lives than anything. <laughs> if, we could, if we had to go back in time. This one's got twenty two. This one's got twenty seven thousand likes. America, where herd immunity is killed by herd stupidity, uh, and then Captain Wonderful hashtag BLM half, hashtag Live Your Truth says we can't reach herd immunity when we have herd stupidity. Uh, it's so. <laughs> oh no! Wait, wait! And then David Levitt, who is a award winning journalist, oh no, says. America won't ever attain herd immunity because we have too much herd stupidity. Right. And then Jen, uh, <laughs> Jen, who's a production coordinator, uh, says herd stupidity wins out over herd immunity. I, guys, do you see what's going on? I'm. I, I could read these all day. There's. There's thousands. thousands and thousands. Herd immunity is a thing no one was ever going to accept anyway. No, that's right? a fact. Even if we actually attained it, I kind of think we're there, actually. I kind of think we have. In the United States, I think we've attained it Reti- based on the n- current numbers. Retired teacher uh, Carl Gerbar, who is an ex-evangelical never-Trump. Uh, oh, these are bots, my guy. So apparently, instead of herd immunity, we're going for herd stupidity. These, these. Yo, okay. is there a way that we could re? Uh, listen, I'm going to go do stand up. Is there a way that I could ever say this joke that would ever land? No. Well, maybe. If it would, it would. The only way it could work is if you got successful enough to get your own TV show, and it was a scene where people in the audience laughed at it. It wouldn't. No, it doesn't actually elicit laughs from anybody so most you might get is a polite oh (laughs) this this is what i like i like people that that have this mentality give me a large helical lever and a firm place to stand and i will screw the world that's from uh gilkey shane who says we reached her stupidity in 2016 have it budged an inch since oh this guy just said hurt stupidity that's a good joke, everybody. Uh, no one was going to accept herd immunity at any point. If, if if the New York Times said, hey, everybody, we reached herd immunity, everyone would go, no, we didn't. Yeah, no, no, no. No, we didn't. No. So not a thing that, that we were ever going to accept. So whatever. Um, we're well on our way to herd stupidity. <laughs> I do not know about herd immunity, but I do feel that we've reached herd stupidity. So look. Hey, Joe Joseph, you didn't get a single like on that. I think... These are all bots. They like, for the sake of my own sanity, including all the 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 Jeopardy contestants that signed that letter. These are this is all some kind of psyop. It's the some main, kind. The main factor in preventing herd immunity is herd stupidity. It That's, has to be. They're all saying the same thing. This you. It, uh, they, uh, Eric, there's at least there's probably ten thousand of these. Keep going, just keep just read them all. Uh, let's see, Soda Pop Parker, who is a native Hawaiian, who who says that he's an author. Hashtag sad boy of sad boy poetry. Oh no! Says yeah. Response to the New York Times article and says yeah. That's because America's already full of herd stupidity. Do we need another draft? Uh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> Do we, can we send some of these people to the trenches? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same team who uh, says success always multiplies energy together. Everyone achieves more. Says we've long crossed the threshold for her- herd stupidity. Yes. 
Keep going. America is unlikely to reach herd immunity. In other news, it tends to be all in on herd stupidity. That's uh, an actor named uh, uh, Ronnie uh, Blevins. Uh, Ronnie Blevs. And let's see. Who else we got? Uh, Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Hurts to oh okay. This person says I'm not hearing the term herd immunity anymore. This person replies, "Herd stupidity is more like it." Yeah. Citizen, uh, a man stabbed multiple times in your car park. Luckier than anybody tweeting right now. <laughs> that person's blessed compared to Carrie Lynn EMT, who says Tucker Tucker Carlson is spreading herd stupidity. I'd rather be the stabbed guy. One hundred percent. I'd rather be the stab guy. Yep. Here's Junior Buckley, uh, who says U.S. Army veteran, retired IT professional, uh, aptivist, uh, apacetivist. I don't know what that is. And foodie. Uh, Yep. The USA is definitely number one in herd stupidity. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait. Bobby, who says he's just a hot child in the city, running wild and looking pretty, says he lost a couple followers after his herd stupidity. The tweet this morning. I guess if the shoe fits, that one's got ten likes. You're killing it out here. Oh, oh, oh good news. I I think that Brooklyn Dad. Uh, oh no, no, no. Is that guy still out here? Oh yeah, he's still out here. I thought, but we all ex- we exposed him to be a fraud. Not us, but like it was. He wasn't he taking money from the Clintons. Uh, Isn't that like a legit, a real thing? Yeah, apparently it is. Listen, uh, Jerome says, uh, with no likes at all, there's too much herd stupidity for us to ever achieve herd immunity. You know what? I think I agree with these people. Um, I have to stop you because I can't take it anymore. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking at thousands, Eric. I mean, with all these people tweeting the same thing about herd stupidity, could you say that there's some herd stupidity? Mm. Ah! Um, should we do you want to do phone messages yeah hit me with a couple phone messages <sighs> Tucker do, Carlson is creating herd stupidity yes 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 Tucker Carlson uh, alright here we go what's up guys it's uh, the day after that uh, Sheer Tower show in New York and uh, there's currently an active Twitter attempt to cancel Paul Bear and I'm just having a lot of trouble uh, grasping uh, the brain worms that it would take to try and do that and it's just really getting to me. It's really, really getting to me. I just want to know what, uh, what you guys have to say about that. All right. Oh, Pat, by the way, bananas are great. Fuck you. Yeah, all right. 
bananas are great. Um, uh, so the the uh, suppo- the attempted uh, uh, cancellation of Paul Bear. Everybody, look, we don't need to do the whole thing. Just watch the actual video. If you feel the same way after watching the video, that's on you. Yeah, I would I would listen to what he actually said, and you have a problem with it, you're weird. Yeah, that's uh, on you. At that also, point. I've seen Sheer Terror many times, and I've heard Paul has a very blue sense of humor. Yeah, and it's uh, a bit. I've, yeah, it's it's a bit. He's doing a bit. You don't have to like the bit. Listen, you know, you don't have to like the bit. You don't have to go to Sheer Terror shows. You don't have to go to Madball shows. You don't have to go to Chromex shows. If you had a lot of problems with anything that's taken place at hardcore shows in the last week, simply consider that maybe hardcore is not for you. Or maybe just that strain of hardcore is yeah, or, certainly not for you. Certainly not for maybe you. New York, just, maybe I mean, that's fair. New York hardcore is not for you. Maybe yeah. you can go to the Boston hardcore show. Or you can go to blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Perhaps it's just not for you, everybody. And it's okay. I mean, I, I, I think it's interesting because I don't go to places where I know the vibe isn't for me and then complain that the vibe isn't for me. Well, furthermore, there hasn't been anything in a year and a half. Can we, can like, can there be, I'm so sick of the canceling shit, man. Can we just try and have a good time? Can we just be happy? No. It's like, it's just, it's nauseating. Um, I did see people were hitting me. There was efforts to cancel the other bands on the show. Guys, I know you don't mean that. I'm not going to even argue with you because I, I know you don't mean that. That that's you're just you're you're spun out. You haven't talked to anybody in a year, and you're not doing good. I understand. I'm going to try not to retain any anger for you. I just think that come on, man. Like you can cancel the other bands on the show. Also, why do you think it's normal to cancel anyone at hey, all? You're weird. Ever? You're just weird. Internet brain. All right, uh, another message. Hey guys, so in the last episode you were talking about how COVID has kind of made germophobia a personality trait in a bunch of people, and I just wanted to offer my perspective. So pre-COVID, I definitely had germophobia. I was kind of like obsessive about it, and then when COVID hit, I kind of just got so fed up with like everyone just like over-sanitizing and just being crazy about literally everything that as like a bucket, I would start like going to public places and grocery stores. And when I get back to my car, I just like wouldn't sanitize my hands. And then nothing ever happened to me. I never got COVID. And a year later, I feel like I'm freed of like the ball and chain that was my germophobia, all thanks to COVID. So yeah, uh, love the show. Thank you. And Thank sh- you. Shout out to this listener who uh, overcame being annoying by seeing how annoying other people were. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, it, it's just, it's like any sort of fear, you know, any sort of irrational fear. The more you kind of just look at it or you, the more you analyze it or break down what it is, it doesn't make any sense. Germs are lit. You know what I mean? And like, you'll find whatever. I don't, I don't even have to explain this. Like, like, are there are there germaphobes to the degree like where like can you not have sex like do you not do you not like get any sort of sexual desire because like yeah there's germaphobes to that degree I think genitalia I think is a bacteria trap no I mean yeah no doubt so if if consider if you're a germaphobe but you still like the idea of having sex that maybe perhaps your your fear doesn't make any sense. Also, like, what's the worst that's going to happen to you? You're going to get, like, a little cold? 
You know what I mean? Like what? Like that's what I never understood. It's like germs, germs, germs. It's like what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not a rational position because yes, I I I've asked this of germaphobes too, and uh, but I mean I ask the same thing of everybody that has phobias. Like you know, like real being real about spiders. What's a spider going to do to you in the United States? There's only yeah, two nothing. in the entire United States that would even ruin your day. But I mean, like, well, those, I mean, spiders, like snakes and stuff, like, I think we're like evolutionary, evolutionarily. Yeah, but you're evolutionarily built to fear uh, invisible death in the form of uh, bacteria and viruses, right? No, that I no, because like a spider, just seeing a spider or a snake will like activate a part of your ape brain that's like, ah, poisonous yeah, monster. But so would seeing somebody that's deathly ill. I guess. Yeah, I mean. Like you know, not to not to drink that water or whatever. Even though, really, it, uh, the part of the part of phobias that's bizarre to me is we didn't even have germ theory until when you know, like the eighteen hundreds, seventeen hundreds. I think. I think. I think. Honestly, I think no. I think it was like late eighteen hundreds. I'd believe you. I think I'm pretty sure. And I think the guy who like discovered like I thought I, I yes, read this right. on Reddit years ago. The guy who discovered like sanitization. Like, no one believed him, and he, like, went crazy because he, like, proved it and was sure of it, but was, like, totally derided by his peers, and he, like, died of depression because no one believed him. That's what happens. They they jam you up. They jam you up, folks. Listen, you got to be strong in this life. Um, Yeah, germophobia is weird. Phobias are weird. I mean, I'm, I have phobias, you know? I'm afraid of getting canceled. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm. I fucking hate flying, and I hate bridges. I have weird things that trigger my my weird brain, but I don't. You you don't let it stop you from things. No. You get on the plane anyway. You drive over the bridge. Stop being a bitch. Um, but yeah, and and yeah, germs. Just get up in those germs. Lick lick the fucking subway pole. Stop being weird. Yes, every doorknob you see, touch it with your mouth. Yeah, touch it with your mouth. Uh, we got all these messages asking about the Madball show. It's it's over, folks. I mean, the, to be fair, these messages were left when it was more relevant. But uh, yeah, no, we're not doing that one. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Here we go. Hey guys, Stephen Paddock again. <laughs> I'm digging through the uh, Patreon archive, and uh, I just heard both of you say that Oxnard is a nice place. And that just isn't true. Sound and Fury 2009, I watched someone get stabbed in the throat right outside of the venue. So that's just a lie. Secondly, I remembered uh, Pat talking about uh, his neighbor abusing his dog. Aren't you fucking vegan? You ever heard of Gather? Fucking 3D print a gun and go cancel him. <laughs> IRL. All right, <laughs> You know, someone get, first of all, I just want to address the first point. Someone getting stabbed doesn't make some i mean people get stabbed people got stabbed while we were recording this episode in our neighborhood yeah and hollywood is lovely i love it here but i don't know if anybody would call it a nice neighborhood i mean it's dirty i guess it's people, dirty it, it's, it's not, dirty and people get stabbed but it's but it the I mean, it's not my gang god gang. was it it's, was it a nice day out today it's lovely it's fucking beautiful out well Ox, and oxnard i don't know did i say oxnard was nice i don't think i've ever actually i don't been recall saying it but i'm just gonna say i listen Thank you to Stephen Paddock for your continued support of this show. Some, uh, a lot of people take issue with you because you killed 50 people. I think it was 60. I don't think that's good at all. No, I don't support that. But I do appreciate that you listen to the Patreons. 
Yeah, thank you for your your money and your support. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Steven. Um Yeah. Should we keep going with messages? Yeah, I wonder about these listeners, the listeners that like a good time. And we're out here being like, you know who else needs to fuck off? Essential workers, teachers, bus drivers, anybody that's ever helped anybody. I wonder what the I wonder what they think about us when we're off on one. Master of the microaggression. <laughs> Steven Paddock, remember that? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like paddock I like, jokes are good, man. Paddock jokes. I like when people. Uh, I like when people leave short messages. Well, can I just say that you wanted to go? Oh, go. you want to go to the stand-up club? Can you imagine, based on how slow our brains have gotten, how bad comedy's going to be for the first fucking three months when nobody's had a social interaction? Their brains don't work. They don't know how to talk anymore. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking. Fuck, f- it's going to be awkward. I mean, I see people struggle in real life. You know what I mean? Like I see, I pe- I see people struggle to have a conversation, like on on. So like seeing someone get on stage and do it, it's gonna be funny as hell. Mm. Uh, all right, let's do this. Hey, what's going on, guys? Heard you guys talking about SB one forty five the other day in California, where Senator Weiner introduced legislation to end discrimination against LGBT people regarding sex offender registration. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, get your take on why, uh, Gamatria had something to do with it. Hey, love the show, guys, gotta run. I don't know what any of that meant. What is he saying? <laughs> um, so, okay. Who's Wiener? Who's Senator Wiener? Is that someone, is that real? So, California, I think he's right about, let's see, let's get our Did facts see, I don't remember talking about No, this. not at all. I think he's calling a different show, but we'll, we'll humor him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Unless that's the joke? Is he making a joke? Hold on. Am I autistic? Do I not understand it? Um, let's see. Uh, I believe there was a ballot measure somewhat recently, uh, that was, it was the one of the ones that everybody's like, pedo would look, here's the fucking proof. They're trying to decriminalize fucking kids, but that wasn't what it was. I, I don't know the details enough to speak intelligently on this. Hmm. Yeah. I'd, but look, there's all this shit. Like anytime that, anytime that somebody, I mean, the thing that you can't touch is sex offender laws. Anytime that, like, maybe they're a little unfair or like they're they're in a direction that we no longer acknowledge as as uh, as righteous at all. Like maybe they got a race component and shit like that. You basically can never reform them because the guy that jumps out and says, "Yeah, I'm not sure," sending a kid to a sex offender dungeon. Because uh, he pissed in front of a school or fucking had uh, oral copulation with like a girl a year younger than him. I'm not sure that justice is sending him to the sex offender machine, like a machine shop. You know, anytime that they say that, that gets used against them later when they're running for whatever, whatever their next office is. They always and remember. Oh, yeah. And remember when Eric W., yeah, I don't use your name anymore because I want I, I I want you to have the freedom to speak freely. I do speak freely. No, I want you to have full freedom, like Ron Mexico style freedom. <laughs> okay. All right. So call me, call me Stephen P. Remember when Stephen rem- remember when Councilman Stephen Paddock <laughs> uh, is, 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 uh, tried to release rapists onto our streets? Where 
you know, where do his children go to school? Not in your community. They're not going to be raped. You know, it's that sort of shit. Even yeah, though the guy yeah, was just yeah. like, yeah, I don't know if we should, like, it was a 14 year old and a 13 year old. Those people shouldn't be having sexual contact regardless, but I don't know if justice is necessarily like sending him to right, right. A, a, an internment camp of male, of adult male rapists. You know, <laughs> my favorite is when those ads like pivot, like the first part will be like, Councilman Steven wants to blah, your children. Blah, blah. Ron Mexico protects your children <laughs> the, and honors our police. The, I love that. The the ones in in Alaska were out of control. They they'd be like one of one of the people running for <laughs> one of the people running for council person has uh, is is a doctor who has also bagged a bear in hunting season. The other wants to release pedos into your community. <laughs> it, it's like that extreme. It was, it was truly, it was uh, people of Alaska. I know we got some listeners there. You're probably the slowest people in the United States. Well, it's colder there. You move slower. Your brain moves slower. Brain no doubt. Slower. I think we talked about this because you went there. We got to talk. You were so shady about the reason that you went to Alaska. It's like the most shady. Oh, it's not that shady. It's the shadiest part of you. So, really? Yes, you literally refused to answer why you were there. That's some Stephen Paddock shit right there. Because I was I was on a vacation with my family. It's embarrassing. Why? It's nice to go on a vacation with your family. It's embarrassing. What? What were you eleven? Or, or I mean, were you? I was, was eighteen. It, why is that embarrassing? There's some part of the. See, this is the thing. You're not being fully honest. I don't like talking about that. I am close with my family. Are you 15 and going and like you don't, you don't want your mom to pick you up? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the equivalent of getting picked up by my mom at the movies when I'm trying to mack it to the ladies. Wow. Uh, my mom's here. She comes in the minivan. She goes, honey. I think it's okay to have a loving family. Oh, are you afraid? Are, are you afraid you're going to lose your street justice cred? No, I'm, I'm afraid I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna look like a bad boy to all our all our women listeners. I think so. You're 30 now. Yeah. I think women want like a stable man that it doesn't like. I mean, fellas, here's a little advice from an OG. Yeah. All right from 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 a from an eight from an elder. I uh, like I like that your voice went to like uh you went to Danny Glover there. Yeah. From an OG. Yeah, listen, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> so here's a little advice to uh our we got a lot of young like twenty three ish age people, don't you think? Yeah. If you are like a total fucking miserable incel right now, just work on not being bitter because the world's gonna come back around to you. Like eventually Women aren't looking for the mythological bad boy that Eric just created in his head. Like I know it's just, it's just <laughs> stupid insecurity. It's really odd, but it's very uh, stupid. Um, they're not looking for that. They're looking for somebody that's like, oh, you don't have an alcohol problem. You you uh, have an income, uh, and uh, you're remotely funny, and you show no signs of violence towards women. You're in, bro. You know, and honestly, it's pretty all right because. When I see like younger women now that are still fucking with like truly idiot fuckboys, I get that it's part of the maturation process. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I understand. Like I get it. But well, some don't. Some don't mature out of that. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. If you're still getting around fucked around by like dudes when you're in your thirties, it's like, lady, 
Get it. You're 33 and you're still dating Ron Mexico. Get it together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I say this as a guy who's, uh, you know, I've, I, I am routinely so broke that I'm looking at women on, like, when I've lived with women, I, I, I've been looking at them like the two days before rent and being like, maybe I'll just run. You know, like I'm sitting with them, at, I'm sitting with them at a table, just eating a meal, but I'm staring across from them being like, maybe, I, maybe I could, ju- I don't have it. Maybe I could just get the fuck out of here and never come back. And maybe I like call them up in a year and hopefully they're over it. You know, Yeah. I've been that broke. I've been a loser, no doubt. But uh, take it from me. Like you don't just keep, just work on your hygiene, uh, run or lift the world comes back to you if you don't got an alcohol problem. I no, swear to you God. you got to be edgy. No, you don't got to be edgy. You got to be edgy. Nobody man. wants edgy. Quit your job. Uh, get in a knife fight. Get a nice scar. Ladies love that. Get a nice scar across the eye. I don't think anybody wants me to be edgy. You are edgy. I know, but I think it's like a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. That's why I'm not edgy. But not, I mean, not even for me. I think for like my loved ones. Yes. Well, It's, it's like a pain in the ass. No, but they... You think they secret love it? They secret love it. Okay. That's because right. if you were if you weren't edgy, they wouldn't w- be drawn to me in the first place. They wouldn't respect you. Oh, okay. Because you're too you're too reasonable, boring. So what? I gotta like put my foot through the drywall a couple times a year. <laughs> yes, exactly. You gotta you gotta you gotta be a little dangerous. You gotta be a, you gotta like seem like you might be a violent weirdo. Like it lurks inside. Yeah, like it's in, like they can see it in there. Yeah, they don't want it. They but, don't want it, but they want to know that you're capable of it. Otherwise, they <laughs> won't respect you. You're too soft and doughy. This is actually my least favorite part of women. Yeah? Is the part that that wants an unreasonable, passion-driven... Like, they would tell you you're passionate, and I would say, no, you're just like an... You're just an idiot. You're a person that has no forethought. You know what I mean? No foresight. Like, that is the... That's the part that might not go away from women. Maybe, maybe there's like a 55 year old woman out there that's still like, "Why didn't you fight that guy in the parking lot?" Right, you're you got to fight the guy in the parking you're lot. You're such a pussy. Yes. And meanwhile, it's like, no, I didn't fight him because if I get stabbed in the neck, you you won't be able to afford the mortgage. Think think forward. Play it forward. Yo, no, don't respect that. No, the inability to play things forward is like. I'm getting mad now. Let's get off the fucking... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to bounce. The, the inability to play things forward is like my biggest irritation in life with everybody. Like... It seems like it would be natural. Like, I can't not play things forward. No, 100%. Like, as soon as I know, think about it, it's, I start thinking about what happens after that. I think people that can't play it forward have anger management issues because at my angriest, I still typically pause and go, Okay. So if I do this, then that. And if that happens, then this. And then I'm fucked in my ass. Okay. I'm going to stomp around in my own home instead of going across the street and doing something stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's at my angriest. I still go, okay, this, then that. Why can't other people do that? Do they have anger management issues? Maybe they're Italian, maybe. Yeah, it's Italian. Because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Italian, and, and I know when I, like... At my angriest, I'll raise my voice. I'll be like, bah, 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 and then, but then, like, I'll do that for two seconds, and then go, oh, hang on, hang on, and then I regain composure, and then I speak like a like a human instead of a caveman. But the caveman's in there, man. The caveman is in there. 
I have low caveman energy, which is why nobody respects me. Exactly. So we got to get on the fucking, we need to get on hormone. I got to start lifting across the street. And then the guy offers me some gear. He says, hey, listen, I just, no- not enough. I just noticed you're a pussy. You know what I mean? Like, so here's, here's a little shot in the rear. We got to get on, we got to get on that Kumali Nanjiani. We got to get on that real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be in the Marvel movie, motherfucker? There's a price. There's a price, and it's called a needle in your arm. Yeah, needle in your butt. I ain't talking about no Pfizer. No, it's a needle in your butt, and it's... Oh, they, it has to be in the butt? What? Yeah, I think That's so. funny. What if it was uh, Kamir Naj... What's his name? I think it's Kamali. Kamal. No. Kam- uh, we're not doing good. No, Paul Bear. no! <laughs> uh... <laughs> What uh, k- Kamal uh, Nanjiani? Thank you. I K- believe that's it. <clears throat> thank you. It's not easy, man. <laughs> so Kamal, we're not, not we're not racist. We're just stupid. Uh, well, it's also what is it? Roll off the tongue? Why are people? Why are people lie? It's not an easy name. Come on. So it's Italian. Yes, it's it's, it's one of those Italian it's name. one of those difficult Italian names. So <laughs> anyway, the point is, what if it was him? When I went across the street, started lifting, and the guy was like, "And he, in this fantasy, he has sex with my ass." Gooses <laughs> comes up behind. Me. He has comes up behind me, gooses me. <laughs> I act indignant, but really, I'm into it. I put my hand on his chest, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh, you, you are big, wow!" And then we start French kissing, and then he ends up pumping me in my ass, and then and then he says, uh, "Hey, that was a good time. I'm not trying to knock you. I just know that you're working on you're on part of your part of your fitness journey." Is you want to you want to get a little more buff? I'm not I'm not saying that you're not hot. I loved what we just did. I hope we can do it again. But I love this twink little body. Yeah, I love your little twink body. But and I like the way that it's aging and doughy now. Then you're still a twink. It's nothing pathetic about it at all. But uh, I was wondering maybe I could uh, hook you up with some real. Yeah, I mean, do I take up? Yes, yes. Say his name again. Kumal Nanjiani. Kumal, thank you. I hope I'm saying it right. I think I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. I'm sorry if I'm maybe not you mean it right. a different dude. We haven't said who he is. Maybe you mean a different dude. <laughs> yeah, the guy who works at the liquor store. Yeah, exactly. You mean a different dude. It's not the it's everybody. If you got the name wrong, it's not the dude you're thinking of. It's the other dude. That that's his literal name. Yes. Um, Tell everybody where they can reach us. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoy this podcast that we do here. Um, you can reach us at. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You give us a little bit of money and we'll give you a little bit of Patreon content, little bonus episodes. We got some videos, we got some whatever's. You oh, yeah, people like the video, huh? People love the, vi- the people loved the video. People yeah, we'll really do another one this week. Then. Oh, well, I got a dog, I got to watch a dog this week. Oh, is this? I thought it was next week. No, it's this week. All right. Um, Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You can hit us there at WP Timeline on Twitter. You can get us on there. We're on there every now and then. Um, what else we got? Uh, you can call the number and leave us a message. It's 205-509-9785. Call that number. Leave a little message. Tr- please try and keep it like 30 <laughs> seconds or under. Um, you know, whatever whatever you got, just let us know how you're feeling. What do you want us to talk about? What do you want to hear? Uh, and we'll play on the show, perhaps. Um, and, uh, you know, play, you know what, play a little exit music for them. You know what the deal is, man. We're out here. We're making these beats. We're, we're living in Hollywood. We got the, we got, we're surrounded by, you know, 
we, we this is this is just how it goes out here. We'll catch you next time. Pretty good. <laughs>